hello, hello. Welcome to the Alt Gaming Community Podcast, or the COVID Cast, number 28, uh, for week of the uh, Saturday the 4th of April. Is it? What day is it? It is. Oh, I think, I no, 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 it's I Monday. That was, that was the original day. <laughs> that was the original. I forgot. I have no idea what day it is anymore, anyway. <laughs> Monday, it's Monday the 6th of April, 2020. I don't think that's changed any of our news, has it, anyway? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> It'd be a different death count, but it'd be the wrong. It'd be the same news. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Welcome to our community podcast. If you've not heard one of these before, this is where we talk about what the alt gaming community has been up to over the last couple of weeks, what games we've been playing, and some of the new games that we may have uh, delved into or that have come out, and some gaming news. So yeah, our plan is to maybe hit forty-five minutes. We'll try. Let's see what the first for the first time in the podcast uh, history. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined tonight as normal now by two co-hosts, Ian and Hat. Hi guys, how you doing? Hello, Ian. hello, hello. I saw there was somebody new from the uh, the historic annals of NT turned up in our Discord recently <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, a random Lucaru appeared. Lucaru, yeah, he's before my time. Oh, he's yeah, free hat. Luke, Luke was. Um... Back in the old days of Counter Strike Condition Zero with me and Barmy. That's and Chad. Even Chad I think Chad'll remember um Lucaroo. That's that's how old school this guy is. I don't know where he's been for like the last ten years though, no one's seen him. So <laughs> he's just suddenly appeared in the Discord. But uh yeah. He's a he's a fun guy. Uh dessert chef last I heard, I think. Very good at cakes and buns and stuff, so Oh that's nice. That's good. Get get, get him in at Altland and I'm sure he's Altland Dessert Chef, yeah, we haven't got one of yeah. those. Can we get an, get him to bake an owly cake? Yeah, that's hey, cool. Hey, could as well. I, Laura and Rusty got me one of those and Viking for my birthday a few years ago. Actually, we were, went over to um, Tempest's house and uh, in Shrewsbury, and we were staying the night, getting really shit faced for my birthday and Laura's birthday, and they they got me an owly cake. It was really nice. Um, I think I remember either we sitting in it or something later in the evening. When we were really, <laughs> Really drunk. Something happened to it. It was. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, it's your, it's your birthday soon, isn't it? It is, yeah. Towards the end of the month. Yeah. Big 4 0. Which oh. um, probably just won't do anything for now. Because like, that's the way it goes, right? <laughs> Barbie's bar. Yeah, yeah Barbie's, Barbie's bar. bar. I've been looking up online on these um, Wagyu tomahawk steaks you can order. Which oh, are yeah. About 250 quid. Um, but and they're huge, obviously. But the Wagyu massage special Japanese beef. So I'm thinking, oh, I might order one of those online and then, you know, cook up myself at a bit of a steak feast and just drink red wine and have some sort of red meat coma on my own for my birthday. <laughs> Isn't there uh, an even more expensive Korean beef that costs even more than Japanese Wagyu? Oh, there might be. Yeah, I don't know what that is. If I have not, I've not some, heard of some, that. Some form of. Um... Some form of uh, sirloin, I'm sure. Oh, nice! I can't remember what, the, the, it, can't remember what it's called though. The uh, the wagyu stuff. The cows like live in like posh houses and have massages and they have music <laughs> playing and everything. Ah, <laughs> uh, meat from the the one percent cows. <laughs> it's, it's the one percent. Yeah, absolutely. There we go. It's called it's called hanwu. Hanwu. Yeah. Okay. It's more expensive than wagyu, but not as expensive as Kobe. <laughs> Okay. There you go. It's it's one up from Wagyu. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I might do. But yeah, I've got some nice bottles of wine ready to drink, so I'm all good. I can have a good birthday lockdown and then celebrate again properly. <laughs> well, if it was good enough for me. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. We had to do that. Your, bir- your birthday was a blast, Ian. So, fucking out of hand is what it is. I am glad that that was uh, pre-Barmy's bar because <laughs> yeah. I, that, uh, I threw up everywhere that night and then was like hungover and unable to drink that much while I watched everyone else throw <laughs> butt on live stream. <laughs> yeah, this was before he started recording it. Yeah. Uh, what a gift. So it, We're going to have to be careful now that he started uploading stuff to YouTube. Oh, I know, right? We, I didn't sign that <laughs> no, disclaimer. We don't want that. That was so naughty. <laughs> Why is he doing that? So you know what's been going on, listeners. Because uh, of all of the lockdown and people not being able to go out or whatever, Barmy, one of the members of the NT in the alt gaming community, has been uh, organising these um, <clears throat> video nights where people get their webcam, join a room, and then everyone's on uh, either a Discord call or maybe a Zoom chat or something. And we've just been getting absolutely... We break ourselves. Yeah. And um, Rusty's been creating this kind of Wheel of Fortune thing where he spins it and it's got like times one, times two, etc., etc. And then your name on another wheel. So you get times five. Instead of 18, yay, do five shots. You know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. And we did, we've done that for a few people's birthdays in these last few weeks. Ian was one of them. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to be meeting up and we couldn't go out. So we did it virtually. It was good. It was good shit. Not everybody's been part of the mo- the bonkers, slightly scary drinking <laughs> drinking Nazi no. that is Barmy. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like he's oh, such a Nazi, isn't he? Yeah. So I've some of us have my... cashed out earlier. Some people have yep. hung around until ridiculous <laughs> times. Some people drank for like sixteen hours straight. Yeah, so it's dangerous, man. <laughs> it's kind of Rusty's fault because Bobby was just streaming himself hung over to all hell and then Rusty forced him to drink and he just kept the cam on and then it descended into what we know now as Barmy's Bar yeah which has now spawned a whole oh it's a YouTube series he's got a successful Twitch stream earning thousands of pounds <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely there if you're looking for it. it's Capping Barmy on Twitch guys if you're trying to find him but um, there's always links putting in our Discord in the streaming chat if anyone wants to follow it. But uh, enter at your own risk. Um, Sambuca Ryan has definitely been broken a couple of times. Oh, yes. Viking has suffered a great deal. Oh, Viking suffered a lot. Rusty really got killed the other day. He was, like, gone by oh, midnight. Oh, God, yeah. Like, he was Friday, asleep on Rusty... his landing. Yeah, he, d- he died, didn't he? He spewed up in the sink all over the washing up. Um, yep. and spewed again outside. Laura dragged him <laughs> off upstairs where he collapsed where he collapsed at the top of the stairs on the landing and she had to haul him into bed. He then reappeared about 15-20 minutes later demanding more drink uh, and then died again. <laughs> Poor lad. And as, uh, as he was being dragged away by Laura, he was just like, well, I wanted to be in the top ten. <laughs> uh, I was like, you are, dear. You are. Come on. Let's just go to bed. Come on now. <laughs> he's now got the lightweight tag link to yeah, in yeah. Discord, <laughs> along with uh, along with Humphrey, who went to sleep on stream, and who was the other one? There was a uh, there was yeah, a couple was of us that else, got the um, that got that new tag, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. Yeah, did oh, he give it to Viking it at on one it. point? Did he removed it from himself? He probably has. He's got the power, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not he's not lightweight anyway, was it? I mean, no, he drank an awful all. lot. So, oh yeah, he was well prepared as well. He got fireball whiskey ready to go and all it's sorts the, of things. Like... It's the fact his kids came down the next morning and was like, "Daddy's been drinking barmy juice," <laughs> and he's just passed out in his chair. Oh, Chuck got it as well, apparently. 
Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, that's because yeah, yeah, he, he and exactly. Rachel disappeared. There will also be an waste of lots of food by just ordering random stupid shit to people's houses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is such an interesting new trend. It's, it's absolute a... idiocy, and Craig's probably wasted about, what, 200 quid on this now? Easily. Oh, he's he's worth, yeah. At least, um. You bought me about £100 worth of food. <laughs> the best, I was just adding it up in my head then. I was like, and the drink he bought from Musher. And yeah. then I realised he didn't even pay. He yeah. ordered it cash on delivery, so it turned What time up in the night was that? It must have been like 1am or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And, um, apparently, it was a run. yeah apparently, it was a sight run, like. Sort of like some mobsters in the area, so it's just like some fucking gangster in a white van just pulled up, looking like he was going to break Musha's kneecaps if he didn't pay him. <laughs> you better Mush have just the money, mate. Out in the street in his shorts and dressing gown or whatever he was wearing. He Absolutely was top- he, was, he was topless in shorts with no socks or shoes on. That's going to go down quite well, I imagine, with the gangster type. But didn't he even come to his house, had to walk up the street in just yeah. the shorts and then hand the money to a gangster and get some drink? Oh, ridiculous, ridiculous shenanigans. Yeah, so that's uh, that, that's Barmy's bar. Enter at your own peril. Um, Which has been a lot of what we've been doing. It's been a lot of alcoholism. It's been a lot of. I said to Sarah today, we were walking the dogs. I said, oh, the two weeks have flown by, and she's like, well, you've been drunk most of it. <laughs> that's kind of... Yeah, it's true. That's why uh... you know, start drinking at oh, I don't know, whenever we want. Um... <laughs> So, what day yeah. is it? Don't matter. <laughs> so, considering we've all been either, you know, furloughed or working from home or whatever, um, you might think we've been playing more games. I actually haven't played <laughs> that many different games. No. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty. I've been still trying to get more wins on their new Warzone mode, which is still really good fun. I've been enjoying that. I'm still grinding Destiny, and I'm trying to get back into Divinity Original Sin. Uh, mm. Two. I've been playing a bit more of that as well. I've started a new playthrough, and I've been continuing an old playthrough with you, Ian and Musha. Yeah. So hopefully we can do some more of that. Oh, is that the Skelly Adventures? Yes, it is. Yes. We're all undead, <laughs> so it's a constant fight for who's got the most poison. Trying to get heals. We just beat a yeah. load of these uh, flying midgets. I, th- I think that's why that. I think that's why that guy in that that uh, shopkeeper in town was was furious and. Um, wouldn't let me buy stuff from him. I don't think I was wearing a mask, so he could just see that I was undead and he was livid about it. Yeah, you got to wear a hat, haven't you, all the time? Yeah, because you, you, you take uh, reputation penalties. Yeah. So. But, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the flying demonic dwarves. Yeah, we've, we've smashed them. That was no trouble. Once we got your uh, ridiculously large um, <laughs> oh, phantom. You mean the incarnate? What? The incarnate the, is huge. Yeah, c- c- colossal incarnate. Once it's maxed out, that, that, that's why you uh, that, that's why you spam all your points into summoning. Get that to ten, and then it doesn't matter what you do. You've just yeah. got a golem that wanders around fucking shit up for you. It's great. Everyone aim at him and shoot him, and then we can finish one else. He's just like a big tank that stands in the middle of the, <laughs> yeah. of the thing. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been playing a bit of Warzone with you, Ian. We haven't got that many wins. A couple, <laughs> yeah. I think, maybe one. <laughs> I've I've only got one win and it was. That I might one have Dan. got two. Got got a lot of seconds. Yeah, seconds. A lot so of seconds and a lot of thirds. Um, but only only actually the one win. This is actually my first foray into a Call of Duty game since the original. So. Wow. Yeah. It's the most um, unusual Call of Duty game I'd say 
that especially playing the Warzone element of it anyway. Yeah. You compare, if you go back and just play your regular team deathmatch, you're like, oh yeah, this is what normal Call of Duty is like, and then you're reminded of the cancerousness of it. But yeah, <laughs> the regular Warzone is okay. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a weird sort of it's a weird battle royale experience coming from the amount of PUBG that we were playing the last time we recorded one of these. Yeah, and it's just completely different. it's just completely vanished, and now it's. I gone. found it quite easy to play uh, Warzone while hungover. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Just, it's just point you, and click, isn't it? Yeah, you don't have to think. It's just sprint at them, shoot. Uh, no, just no. I'm not like the Gulag is is a good idea. Uh, in single player, most of the time, I just kind of go, I can't be arsed and just load into a new game. Yeah, yeah. But then again, most of the time I've been playing it, I have been hungover, just half asleep. Yeah, I mean, it is quite easy to play, which is part of the love of it. It's, it's good, really. It's not. You can take it super seriously, and I think those end circles, the last few, when you're down to 10, 15 people, it's, that's where it gets a bit chaotic, and you have to really understand what's going on. But yeah. like the beginning part of the game is very relaxed, really. We're quite getting good at getting money now. Like yeah, I've, got, I've 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 figured that bit out now. I've got I've, I think I've got the hang of um, basic basic survival strats. Do you have an area that you like to drop in? Well, it's funny though because we we're on about that earlier, weren't we? Yeah, um, we, we were. We, and last night, out, yeah, we've worked out that the east and north tend to be our. Um, favorite areas places like Lumberyard, quarry port as i was trying aim for the um the downtown is it oh North you go straight into, the, straight into the action just it's mainly just because i try and get a, uh some sort of long range weapon and just sit up on the roofs because yeah, i found yeah. some and just like you know claim all the doors and like got little sneaky places that i, I can snipe from there's just no uh, forgiveness in the circle gas thing that comes in. No. If you if you've completely lost position, you are screwed. Is there's no surviving it? You know, it'll kill you. Yeah, I bet. I, I bet. I do. Go on, sorry. See, I bet, I bet that's fucked you up, Dave, because you're a pub oh, circle a lot. fighter. Yep, <laughs> that's right. It has. That's totally changed my uh, PUBG tactics. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do like that about this game. How there's no. Um... There's no hiding in the blue. You know, it, you're not going to get snuck up on. You, you no. know, if you're on the edge of the circle, that there is no one behind you because if they are, they're dead. They are dead. Um, and if they do manage to survive, you just have to breathe on them and they'll die. You know. Yeah. Really like a bit of like a bit of leeway that PUBG has is good. It works with that sort of game, but definitely the the almost insta death you get in this is works perfectly. I think with the way you're supposed to play this one because it's definitely you're meant to play it quicker, aren't you? You're meant to get in there and. Stuck in, you can't really. Yeah. You can't really survive if you play it like PUBG, trying to creep. No, creep you can't. In. You'll just you get you'll get shot on by foot with heartbeat sensors and UAVs. But that's yeah, that's been filling a lot of my time, and it's been gun good, good, good. Um, what about you, Hat? What have you been playing other than Mountain Blade? Uh, I've been playing something else with Blade in the name, uh, Conqueror's Blade. Okay. It's, it's a little free-to-play game on Steam, and it's a. Uh, Let's see if I can explain this without fucking it up. Because <laughs> I've got enough. Whenever I try and explain a game, I get halfway through it and go, I'm just making no sense. I'm just rambling. <laughs> um, essentially, what it is, is it's. Your, you play as a. It's, well, medieval game. You play as a hero and you've got command of a squad of soldiers. So that could be like a squad of. Uh, 
like spearmen that you can position up, tell them to like do a like a turtle formation, or pikemen to brace archers you can fire on that, and so you you load in. You you play your hero. You can choose your weapons, which also change your class. And usually, it's either field battles, which is domination, or siege battles, which is you know a siege. One team defends, one side attacks. But it's not like say Dynasty Warriors, where okay. you just you can cut through just swaths and swaths of troops. A lot of the time, especially my class, which I'm playing, which is like a rogue assassin, sort of type dual blade character. If you try back to go and kill a squad of enemy troops by yourself, it's more likely they're just going to fuck you up. Okay. So it's very Mountain Blade-esque, I'd say, where you're a hero, but you're not like godlike compared to the sort of AI soldiers. Okay. And it's all... See, there is like P- some PvP modes, but it's mostly PvP, and it does also have a Mountain Blade overworld. Which twice a week, all the different houses, which are like guilds of all the different players, can essentially do a territory war and like fight over the castles and see who, like, which house can actually control the most sort of territory. Okay. It's it's yeah, it's good fun. It's uh, if you like Mountain Blade, you'll probably enjoy Conqueror's Blade. Did you as play well. Conqueror's Blade to get excited and ready for Mountain Blade Two, or was it? Is it just coincidence the recent? Uh, ah, just coincidence. Right, okay. Because um, the main like review that we're doing this week is Mountain Blade Two mm-hmm. Battle Lord has been released and uh, it's you know fully released. I think it's not in like no, no, it's early access. It's early access. Is yeah, it? okay. It's... So like, how bad are early access? Like very playable early access or like? Totally... Yeah, it's, it's it's very playable. Um, okay. There's some stuff that's prob that is probably missing, but. Right now, I'd say it's move well. Move on to the Banner Lord. It's pretty much where the base, like Warband, was. Like it's got. It is a better looking Warband right now, with some in more depth in the mechanics. Right. Okay. So it's thirty five ninety nine on Steam, reduced from thirty nine ninety nine. Ten percent off at the moment. <laughs> Special promotion ends on the 13th of April. Mm-hmm. So uh, just before Easter. And like, what what, uh, what are we saying? It's hugely different from before or it's just a evolution? It it's the same, but more. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So okay. the, the, the core game, it plays exactly the same as Bannerlord and Mountain Blade. Okay. You, uh, there is a few more features so you've got like clan level now which affects sort of how many soldiers you can have in your army so as you level up you'll get a big boost to how many people you can have in as well as the leadership skill because if I remember right in warband it was just your leadership there was not no clan system or like family tree system I think okay you had a renown sort of like how famous you were right and that was pretty much how famous you were and your leadership in the base game. This is more... That renown is more your clan level. It goes towards your clan level. Okay. So when you get up to a certain point, you'll get a big boost. And one thing that they've put in now, which is 
uh, in addition to like the base game, you can get your once you get to a certain clan level, you can get your companions, which are essentially characters that just don't like don't die. They're like you. So okay. if they, if they get say killed in a battle, they'll just be knocked out. Okay, so while like get to invest in them. Yeah. So while not the normal soldiers will most likely die, there's a chance they'll be knocked out and they'll have to heal. But they're just like they're not just the generic fodder that most of your army's made up of. But when your clan gets to a certain level, you can actually create a new army with one of your co- companions leading it. And then you can, if you're in a kingdom, say if you've started your own or joined one of the ones that are already in the game, you can f- uh, form up a, an army. And okay. usually when you form up an army, you've got influence, which is... Uh, that's that, Influence is a new sort of... Uh, a new feature. It's like currency, essentially. You okay. get it from winning, like winning battles and uh, completing sieges and doing quests. Also, handed in prisoners. That's the fastest way that I've found it. Is like you go to a battle, you kill, you just you beat the army, you take them all prisoner. You go to an uh, keep or like a city, and you just hand them into the dungeon. You'll get a bunch of renown. You can spend that to get other people, the other clans, and like AI. Um, armies to come and join your army for as long as that army's up and like it it only lasts a certain amount of time it degrades over time the bigger the army the faster it degrades but if they're part of your own clan that your companions uh, lead it doesn't cost any renown so essentially you can like make an army just tell your companions armies to come join you and once the army like breaks up just make a new army and get them instantly back in for free so, it's so it's a strategy anything. MMO, a tactical MMO, strategy MMO. Uh, Mountain, like no, uh, Mountain Blade isn't. Oh, we're not, okay. We're not talking about. Have we moved days. on? Yeah. <laughs> I must have fallen asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not a good idea. I thought no. we were still talking about Conqueror's Blade. No. I completely missed your switch. <laughs> it's, it's it's an open world medieval strategy game, according to Steam. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the description they've got for it. Um, it's kind of like um, do you know Total War so you've got like an overworld with yeah, your yeah. armies move around and when you're how much your... time do you spend in that Total War view as opposed uh, to like the, war, like the fighting like over the shoulder view where you're a character you only probably about uh, you only spend that much time in the third person view when you're actually in a battle okay everything else is your it's your army moving around Total War style Okay, cool. So, say you chase down whether it's a group of bandits or another army, or you're sieging somewhere. Do you have a home base that you cultivate and grow and defend and you can uh, invest you, in, or when you, you can st- stay mobile? When you start off, you don't have anything. You're essentially a peasant. Okay. And then you sort of grow your renown, build your army up. If you join a kingdom, eventually, like the king will uh, reward your fiefs, so like castles and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. seas and women. No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, sorry. I, I, I was. I felt like a cough coming on this. I was trying to stop it. I wasn't just like letting you joke flatline. Have you ever played a game like this, Ian? Um. <laughs> sorry, we're talking about Mountain Blade Two Battle Line. <laughs> um. Sort of. So there was a game years ago. I don't know if anyone remembers Knights of Honor. Really, really old sort a... of game. I'm pretty sure. Is it on it, Steam? Uh, 
Uh, I'm not, I know there's Knights of Honor 2 coming out soon, which nice. I'm quite oh, looking yeah. forward Knights to. Oh yeah, Knights of Honor 1 is on Steam. It looks like Stronghold. Uh, yeah, except it had like um, the, so that the, you're probably looking at the battle maps there, but there was a tactical ah, overworld map. Yes, I see. Um, as well, where it was essentially just Europe, and you moved your armies around, and you supported different kingdoms, and blah 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 blah. blah and you... so it's similar in that sort of way that Knights of Honor was a, a, a strange. It, I, I want to say it's like Total War, but it wasn't quite. Mm. But um. No, I've never really played any of the um, Mountain Blade games. The only one I played was Fire and Sword, and that wasn't for a long time. Yeah, that was just us messing about on multiplayer. Yeah, it's like they, they've appealed to me, but by the time I got interested in, say, Warband, um, which was just last year, I was like, well, I'll just wait for Bannerlord to come out and play that instead. Yeah. So it's one that I've had on my wish list since it was announced, just to keep an eye on it. Because I'm pretty sure I'll thoroughly enjoy it. It's the sort of game I would thoroughly enjoy. But... Yeah, best, way I can, I, best way I can describe it to you, which will uh, get your interest, in, it's like the X Games, but for oh, sign me up. probably not as not as in depth as the X Games, but like as free. So... <laughs> the, uh, as in you, as in you have as much freedom to to do what you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. Shit. The thing that I've always found, I haven't quite been able to feel fully invested in Total War games. I don't really buy into my character or the, the quest that I'm just... I think of it more of like I'm a god controlling these things rather than I'm in in I'm in I'm it and invested. Okay, and I think maybe something like the way that they do it in Battlelord, I might feel more like a character. Oh, yeah. What's happening. Because it's, it's, always, you, it's always your character. Like Yeah. So if you, like you can go in and you can go and talk to... Um, like when you go into a city or a castle, you can... You have an option to just walk around the sea, or yeah. you can just like go to the place you want to go. Sure. And that includes... what mood you're in. Yeah. Or how much hungover you are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you can also like go and talk to all the like the nobles, and they'll remember you. And this, and in this, while last game was just like you have an, all the different nobles, and they have like a couple of family members. Right. Okay. This now has like you go into a city and there'll be like gang leaders that that have underground calm, uh, like underground crime rings. You know, there's a few quests I've had where it's like, oh, this person's like doing something that we disagree with, so can you help our gang fuck this gang over? <laughs> yeah, and say villagers. At, at one time, it was just the village, and you talk to the village chief. Now there's like landowners in the village and that. So it is. It's the same mechanics as. Warband just they've just went more it put more depth into them now. Has anything happened in the game where you've gone, Oh shit, that's cool. I wasn't expecting that. Like has there been some sort of I don't know, mechanic <sighs> in the in the war modes or something visual? Uh the sieges or, are now Or customization, I suppose, or anything really. Uh, I'm trying to think how the sieges were in the first one. I'm sure they were just like you've got to wait a certain amount of time to build the siege equipment. So you sit, have your army sitting out until it goes, okay, the siege equipment is built, now you attack, and you attack, and it's sort of, the siege equipment is like pre-placed on the castles for the siege. While now it's, you go in and the enemy will build like um, catapults or ballistas to try and defend, and at the same time you can you build your, you, you can build two siege towers and a baron ram now, or just build none and attack the walls straight away and just use the ladders. Right, okay. 
but you can also build uh, essentially like to counter their defenses. So you can build like trebuchets, catapults, ballistas, and they'll attack the enemy's defenses, and the enemy's defenses will attack your catapults. And look, I haven't managed to do it yet because I I've got fuck all's uh, construction skill. I think it is. Or siege skill, where it's pretty like goes to how fast you actually build the siege equipment. Well, okay. So usually the time the enemies fought has like all the defenses up by the time I've got one and then it gets shattered, so I just go, ah screw it, I'll charge them with ladders. Uh but it seems that you can destroy the gatehouse or walls with your siege equipment. So if you don't want to if you've got a really good siege skill, you can just set up your catapults, destroy their catapults, and then just break down the walls. That's which nice. so which I... you get to think about it and like right, yeah. I'll do it my way rather than it's a pre-programmed way to do it like yeah. you've got some freedom I like that because there good. was a big problem in Warband and it's a problem well I say a problem I it's more of a I used it to exploit it <laughs> was there was some of the maps that had like one big uh, one siege tower up onto the wall and that was the only way to get up but because I played as the Nord faction they had the best infantry the Nord of Skulls. Okay. So whenever I had a city, whenever I got Nord of, uh, Nord of Skulls, like units upgraded to Nord of Skulls in my army, I would go to my city and stick them in there. But when it came to the enemy were attacking it, there was a few times I was in my city and like, oh, we're being sieged, great. I'll join the battle. And it'd be like, they had 300 troops and I had like 80 Nord of Skulls. And I would just watch as my men stood at one side of the siege tower and everything that came up that just got cut down and I was just on a tower to the side with a bow and arrow just constantly shooting them <laughs> as they come up and it would be it would be like 80 men could just hold off against like three 400 soldiers because yeah, it was just they were, they were just funneled into this one kill zone and I would just yeah. have the best the strongest infantry in the game just defend that yeah 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 I'm glad they've taken that oh, away yeah. then so what the early access elements of it mm-hmm. are there anything that you you know you're desperately like oh I can't wait till they put this in or I really felt like it was missing these features and hopefully they're coming or anything like that? Uh, the only real feature that I've... Well, only thing that I've noticed missing is there is occasionally when you go to talk to someone, it says, instead of an actual like response, it says, generic response for famous player. We will try <laughs> and not... make sure this doesn't happen in future. Just like, hmm, <clears throat> that's a problem. That's not too bad, is it? You know. Do you think it looks? You like the way it looks and stuff? And it oh yeah, right? it, it looks much better. I mean, Warband was never a pretty game. You no, no. you never played the old Mountain Blades because it looked nice <laughs> for fidelity. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at those graphics! Everyone looks like a beaten potato. <laughs> <laughs> Will it run? Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Well, I mean, I'm certainly interested in in a more accessible Total War. You know. Yeah. I, I feel like it's one where I would have to start playing on a Saturday morning because I, I know I would not want to go to work the next day. And yeah, I mean, late playing it. it was... last. Thankfully, this is the perfect time because, you know, the country's in lockdown. Yes. <clears throat> but it was like, yesterday I got up and I got on at about 12 and then I, I went off at 4 in the morning last night and then I've woke up again <laughs> and then I've jumped back on it and I've been on it all day, a day again. So, <laughs> building, building your, uh, building your army. Oh yeah, that's cool. And so, if you had to give it an early rating, out of ten, 
out of ten. Four out Ooh. of how many teapots? I don't know how you want to do it, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I would say, uh, well, I'd, I'd give it a ten out of ten because it's exactly the same as Warband, just it looks nicer and it's deeper. So that's, I'd give it a that's full. That's great. That's fantastic. Good. So yeah, I, I do feel that it seems like the enemy, like I'm not sure. In the first Mountain Blades, it felt like there was a lot more trading, sort of if you, like trading of settlements, I should say, during war, where you know you'd go, you you and your faction would go and you would take some settlements, and then that would be it. Like there was, I think it was feasting that was the big problem in the old ones, where it would be like, "We're going to attack. We've took a city. Great, let's push on." And the king would go, "No, we're going to have a feast." And then they'd run. The whole, everyone would run to the other side of the kingdom and then and, and eat just a load and, and eat a load. Drunk. The Nords were the worst for that because it would be like, "We're losing all of our territory. Should we attack?" And the king goes, "I've got the perfect plan," and calls a feast at the other side of the wall. It's just like, "Oh God, we're losing everything." But because of that, it didn't feel like like factions were really just snowballing. While in this, yeah. right now in my game, I mean, I've only been playing like how many hours I got into, into this. Let's check. Where If I can play a game. I've only got uh, 34 hours in. And right now there is currently... Five of the factions left. I think three or four of them have already been destroyed. In comparison, when I played Warband, I put a hundred odd hours into one save, and I think we destroyed one faction. Right. Okay. So that's it's very different. Then. Yeah, I'm not sure if they need to like balance that. Maybe that's maybe that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it does seem like that some of the factions just like during a war they're just constantly hitting. And then once, once they've hit like the the started up, they just start snowballing, and then the little factions have no chance to fight back. I mean, I joined the faction I joined was getting stomped quite early until I built up a decent sized army, and then I started essentially doing guerrilla raids, where I would just constantly hit their armies before they could form into, form up into a massive force. And now I've managed to bring like my faction back into a, being one of the major players, just because I keep. Uh, just do, raging a guerrilla war on whoever we're at war with, so they can't attack. But it doesn't seem Smart. that AI. Do, yeah, it, the AI doesn't really do that. So when you yeah. watch like a war between two of them, it's usually who has the most clans under them, so who can have the most armies. Okay, maybe that's something that will come with yeah, the oh, yeah. tuning. I mean, yeah. there's been a patch every single day since it went on to early access. Which that's good. It does remind us of a new feature that I, that, uh, I really do like. They've put them in one of the patches a couple of days ago, I think it was. They put in a morale system during the, the battle. Which is, right. say, if you charge in and you start just slaughtering loads of their forces, part of their army will start to like lose morale and just start a rout. Nice. Rather than just standing Good. and fighting, which is quite nice. Uh, and it's also each of the units have a different sort of morale, like level of morale. So most of the time you'll see like recruits just break off and flee. While you've got the more veteran troops that'll actually hold them ground, which kind of makes more sense. So if you're looking for a um, 
RPG strategy. I'd say it's kind of like a, a, a 4X, maybe? No. For, if you're looking I, for a 4X. Like a, a, a medieval 4X RPG style? Yeah. Then, you know, can't go wrong with 10 out of 10 here for Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord at 34 quid. With my awful rambling description. Because I cannot, <laughs> I can't explain anything to save my life. <laughs> I'm sure you've got a very special and dedicated fan group that really appreciates the way you do things. Hat, don't worry. I doubt that. <laughs> you will find your niche. Um, we've just got a few other little stories before we wrap this baby up. Um, there's been quite a lot of changes because of the COVID-19 situation across the world. Lots of things have been changed and cancelled, including Altland, which has been delayed. And um, another people group we know, Shiny Land, theirs was Easter weekend. Theirs has been cancelled altogether. Um, and then, yeah, Wasteland 3 has been delayed. I, I suppose it's purely a manpower thing, trying to get things finished yeah. in time. <clears throat> I imagine what so. else? Yeah. Um, Star Citizen 3.9. Is it 3.9 or 3.8? We're up to. Let's have a quick check. That should have been. 3.8. Out, that should have been out at the end of last month. but 3.9. Yeah, we're on 3.8 now. Yeah, that should have been out at the end of this month, but I think we're still waiting on it because, you know, most of their studios are working from home and there's been delays because just the way the world is right now. Um, yeah. Trying to think of his other... Uh, what's it? Tailspire? Which yeah. me, and, me and Ian and a few others have bought. It's like a... Um, like f- it's for playing like tabletops. Yeah. So you can... It's very... Pretty much DM can go on and build a world with different tiles and put units in and you run like a D&D game through it. Looks really nice and it's kind of what I've been waiting for. <laughs> Something good that's like a step up from Roll Twenty, visually that's doesn't it's not as finicky. Yeah, sure. That's yeah. that should have also came out on the thirty first, but that's been delayed because I think it's a small team and one of the lead developers has actually got the virus. Oh no! Judging by some of the posts, <laughs> um, or some sort, he's got some sort of illness because he's been posting how he's like he's trying to get on, but he's been bedridden quite a bit. So they've took a right, big hit. Okay. So that's that's been delayed a bit. Um, Bethesda mm-hmm. will not host an E3 style digital showcase. Uh, what, I bet they're so pleased. I bet they're so pleased. I, 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 like, I just hear the name. I, just, I don't even. <laughs> you just you see a mention of that of Bethesda. It's, it's, like, it's like, oh, what the hell have they done now? C- can you remember the days when you used to think, ah, Bethesda, one of the good developers? And now it's yeah. just like, Bethesda, and everyone just goes, Ah, oh, what's fucking Todd Howard done this time? But you can just imagine the shareholders and you know the the managers and everything. They're thinking, oh, we got a great excuse not to have to stand in front of the public and get ridiculed. <laughs> I know. We, can, you know, we, we we couldn't put it together, guys. Some of our team. Are ah, it's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been awful. Yeah, it's been terrible. 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 We've managed to port Skyrim out. to your microwave though. <laughs> oh, it still pisses me off that it's like fucking forty quid on the Switch. Yeah, that is just a bit... It's a, it's a nine-year-old game at this point. Uh, 2011, yeah. Uh, Quake Con has been cancelled. I've never been to a Quake Con. Or a no. Cake Con. I've not been to I, either I, of those I'll go to a Cake Con. I'll go to a Cake Con. <laughs> uh, 
uh, dear, and Fallout 76 Wastelander update delayed. Oh, no. Yeah. All three of the players are going to be devastated. <laughs> it won't matter, though, because the rest of them will have hacks. <laughs> oh, man. It'll just be, you know, inventing things that are invincible or. What, what, is, what is the what is the Wastelanders update? Actually, what on earth is a brain? Well, it probably fixes, isn't it? Right. Really, I'd say. Quality of life, as they like to call it these days. It's a quality of life patch. <laughs> <clears throat> There's a new season about to start on Call of Duty. That's uh, starting in tomorrow. If you're playing that and you've got this season pass, that expires. And I also noticed that PUBG announced a whole load of new stuff for their one, including a motorbike that looks like a unicorn, which looked really cool. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> I've not no. seen that. No, I've, yeah. I've missed the I've missed the PUBG news recently. Yeah, well, we kind of it's they haven't really done much until now. I think they're just talking about the new the new uh, season that's coming out. So that'll be cool. Oh, the Wastelanders update is uh, the NPCs have talked about. What was it like two, a year ago, two years ago, or something? When they went, ah, there's the Wastelanders and the NPCs coming, and also here's a battle royale. I can't remember what E3 that was. Was it last year's? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that's... no, no, it might have been the year before. Well, I don't know. I oh, know. Yeah, it was last year. That's still not out. It's been delayed again. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, like, how hard is it to port put NPCs in a game that is essentially Fallout Four? Well, because like half the stuff that they're selling is just assets they've ripped from Fallout Four and just stuck in this. <laughs> I mean, I imagine at this point they're so scared of doing anything to break oh, the yeah. game even more. You know, <laughs> and after after refunds to I mean, everybody. Yeah. Hackers have managed to like spawn in the giant blimps yeah. for Fallout yeah. Four, so it is just Fallout Four with multiplayer well, really badly cobbled on. Visually, it's yeah. very similar anyway. But... So yeah, the COVID nineteen um, ripple effect. That's happening on some things, maybe not others, but certainly on our community and our livers, our oh, alcoholism. Yes. <laughs> it seems like uh, this entire community died. Was it from the disease? No, they drank themselves. No, it's Barbie. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. an Irishman. Um, so, in terms of Altland, we spoke to the venue, and they were just like, "No, no, no, we're not doing anything." You know, in uh, we're not taking any bookings for May now. We're moving everything, and they offered us some alternative dates. So we grabbed the twenty fourth of July. The weekend, uh, which seemed like it's far enough away, but you never know at this point. We'll have to just wait and see. But we've we've locked that in with them, so we've got we've got Altland uh, new dates: twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth of July, and then we still got the lock. We still got the uh, deposit paid for the October Halloween event, um, which is still organised. So for the thirty first, so hopefully we'll still do two Altlands this year. That's the plan. Um, nothing else has changed as far as I know other you know, than that though once society collapses from Covid we'll just like form a Mad Max convoy down to Altland <laughs> <laughs> some people were saying that if, it, if the lockdown goes on for a long time we're all desperate for a really good shindig we should turn it into a week long event rather than a weekend mm, but no one will have any holiday left because it all would have been used up wouldn't it So, well I, I mean see. that depends like I've I don't know. Some places have been doing weird things with their annual leave with this COVID thing, haven't they? 
Yeah, some so, people like your place. What was your place hat? You've got you had to use uh, it. It's it's eight, you get eight percent, but they said they'll top up the pay, so you get your full pay if you use one day uh, per week. So say, yeah, yeah. So, 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 you, so you use a day's annual leave and you get the week off at full pay rather than eighty percent. Yeah, that's an absolute bargain. Yeah, whereas mine that's is great. Just, yeah, mine is just work from home. Um, we're being encouraged to take our annual leave as normal, even if we can't, even if we can't do anything. You can't like, go on holiday. Yeah, <laughs> well, the, well the, company sent, the, the company sent out an email, and it was basically um, the general gist of it was: I mean, tough shit. The entire country's in the same boat. You've still got yeah. your annual leave, and we're not going <laughs> to promise that you'll be allowed to carry it over. I mean, I, no look, one, no one can go on holiday. No one can do anything, including us. And we're the directors, yeah. so it, stop thinking you're special. Yeah. It wasn't aimed. At, it wasn't aimed at people like me in management positions. It was aimed at people like train crew that will have the union. So RMT will be kicking off, going, hoo, 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 hoo. and the company just went, "Guys, grow up. Tough shit. <laughs> we're at war." <laughs> uh, I mean, well, our place we were just sitting there for like oh, for two weeks with no work. Because all the surveyors yeah. going out to take our samples, we're going to people's houses, and the people were just going, "No, I'm not letting you in my house during a fucking pandemic, you idiot! Fuck off!" <laughs> we, we, weirdly, weirdly, hot. You say that, but there is a surveyor coming round to my house tomorrow, um, to uh, value it, so that I can tick off my remortgage. And he said, "I have to, I have to clean and disinfect all, uh, like the kitchen areas and stuff." first i have to leave all the doors open and all the windows open and i have to stand outside um the house. <laughs> what's, the, what's the survey for did you why, say? why you get robbed it's a, a chat chat <laughs> service so i'm i'm remortgaging which okay. i have to do this year or it will fuck up all sorts of um uh, but i need the surveyor to come around to value the house because i'm paying off an equity loan that i used to actually buy it to help to buy skin mm. yeah so i need a uh, i need a uh, a Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors qualified surveyor to come round and do the valuation, or the government-backed loan cannot be paid off, and that has to be all rolled into the remortgage scheme. See, that's so, that's a different kind of surveyor than ours. Yes. So, <laughs> in, in theory, it's not the going... end of the world yeah. if none of it gets done. I, I would just be out of pocket, probably by hundreds, if not thousands of pounds, by the end of the year. But. Yeah, our surveyors <laughs> but... go to council houses on because the council has told us to, not because the people want us to. And then they're going like, hey, "I'll take a bit of this wall. I'll take a bit of this sink mat. I'll take a bit of this uh... pile." So you know, and then we go and just go, "Ah, yes, there's asbestos in that." Or no, there's no asbestos in that. But it's not <laughs> like as long as they're not sitting there tearing their walls down, that they're not going to get exposed to asbestos. So, they're just going, no, I don't care if the council says you've got to come in my house and touch everything and like start taking shit, samples. No, you're not coming in. But yeah, I don't know whether we'll do um, a, a, another podcast a bit sooner rather than leaving it two weeks if we're all just around and at home and yeah. whatever. If there's people about, we might do an extra COVID cast special. If um, there's if there's news. And if there's if news people. or... Yeah, or maybe we'd just do a, a Barmy's Bar and turn it into a podcast. Oh, God, um, no. T- t- at least try and have a coordinated one hour uh, uh, before it all goes to shit. Like, maybe. <laughs> that that depends how quickly the uh, roulette wheel comes out. Yeah, it does, yeah. It depends on which hour. Well, I mean, <laughs> these are 
these are unique times, aren't they? Mm-hmm. We, we, are, yeah, we are witnessing some serious shit go down. I really wish I wasn't living through a historical event. <laughs> I mean, the the PM is current in is currently in intensive care, which I mean that's yeah, yeah. Un- unprecedented. So, yeah. interesting, very interesting. Very... Wonder how many of the kids will be allowed to come and see him. The ones with their names on the list. <laughs> <laughs> what the ones that he acknowledges exist? Yeah, or... that's right. <laughs> Bad, let's not... Poor, poor man, might die. Sorry, yeah, let's not poke. Let's not poke. Right, well, guys, thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedules and uh, join us on the podcast. That's Sitting great. at home in your underpants. Yeah, I mean, you know, I did have a shower today. I've swapped between two different pairs of, like, jogging bottoms. And, yeah, I put some yeah. jeans on for this. Oh, uh, wow! Well done. Uh, I'm back in my dressing gown after work went. We need you to come in because there's something. You need to agree to something via your emails. And then I, I put clothes on, drove in, and they were like, ah, no, we made a mistake. We're doing it automatically. You didn't need to come oh, in. So I was like, no. fuck's sake. I drove back home, took everything off, put dressing gown on, and just continued playing Mountain Blade. <laughs> So for everyone listening who's part of our community or whatever, you know, obviously stay safe and look after yourselves. And um, yeah, we'll be back again pretty soon. And in the meantime, if you've got nothing to do, come and find us in Discord. Shout out uh, to Viv. Shout out to Archibald yeah. as well that I don't know if you heard there screaming at me from the, uh, from the door. <laughs> <laughs> our one listener, Viv. Um, yeah, he's having a movie <laughs> night tonight. Um, yeah, so if you if you don't know, we're at a place called altgaming.uk where you can get the podcast and also get a links to our Discord and then our uh, in real life meetup called Altlan is uh, at a website called altlan.co.uk. So yeah, thanks very much for listening and thanks Ian and thanks Hat for coming out. Always happy to be here. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.